Hi everyone, welcome to Beans Bops. I am your host, Emma. My friends and family have called me Emma Bean or just Bean for my entire life. Therefore, we have Beans Bops because we're going to be talking about music. And I always say that some songs are bops. So here we are. If you are a listener of Goons Talk Tunes, welcome back to the show. This podcast is a little different since Nick graduated, unfortunately. I mean, good for him, but also I'm very sad not to have a co-host right now. So I'm flying solo, but I really love chatting about music and what I'm interested in right now. And I'm so excited to bring guests on to talk about different artists and genres and whatever they want to ramble on about with me. If you're a completely new listener here, hello and welcome. I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I am a senior at UMass Amherst. I love coffee, specifically cold brew with oat milk. Um, I love the beach. I love going on walks. I love going on walks on the beach. And I love music. I have been interested in music my whole life. I spent a good deal of my life playing violin in the string orchestra in my high school and middle school. And then I took some solo lessons. Was not always the best. You can ask my parents. I feel bad for them that they had to sit in my concerts. But, you know, gotta try something new. Um, it's a little bit better than re- the recorder, I think. Probably. Um, I also attempted learning other instruments like piano, guitar, and ukulele. Those didn't work out either, as you can probably tell. Kind of kind of not good at playing music. I love music, not good at playing it. I find I'm better at listening to music and chatting about it, making playlists rather than actually making my own music. As for music taste, I love alternative pop, indie rock, 70s, 80s, 90s, classic rock, dance, electric, some rap. I'm not fully immersed in rap, but I still like it. I like to listen to it when I'm working out and stuff. Um, I pretty much like anything except for country. However, I do like Casey Musgraves. Can Are people still considering her country? I don't even really know. I think so. I've been listening to High Horse a lot, and I would say that's kind of country, which is kind of a basic song. But anyways, um, I know it's unfortunate. I don't like country, so maybe one day I can bring someone on who is kind of into country. That way we can talk about it if people have a burning desire to hear about country music. My favorite bands and artists are Coldplay, Laney, Taylor Swift, Bleachers, Radiohead, 1975, Harry Styles, Lord, Drake. I have quite a variety of tastes going on. Um, I don't even want to look at my Spotify rap this year because I'm kind of afraid of what is that store for me. So today I am flying solo. Hopefully next week we'll have a guest. We'll figure that out. We're going to recap on what the summer brought us. I know it's October. It's kind of getting cold. We're kind of getting into our, our fall music. We're starting to listen to sweater weather and Changing of the Seasons by Two Door Cinema Club. It's already in my most listened to songs right now. Kind of unfortunate, but I feel like that's a yearly thing. Everybody has to do it at some point. I'm starting now. We're going to talk about some noteworthy albums like Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, Solar Power, Take the Sadness Out of Saturday Night, Call Me If You Get Lost, and some other albums, and just talk about some new singles and new announcements from a few other bands and artists, um, including Laney and Coldplay, which are two of my absolute favorites. On my wall right now, I actually have a Laney poster and a Coldplay poster. So I have some representation in my room right now. 
And I also have all of my Coldplay records on display for me to look at and listen to when I'm sitting down at night reading. So let's get into things. First up, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I know this is kind of a an interesting album because Olivia's pretty new to the music industry besides working for Disney and being an actress. So this is her first kind of solo project, but it was a very successful one. I feel like I don't really see that many artists taking off like her on her first album, especially people that come from Disney. I feel like right now coming from Disney, it's very different than what it was when we were kids. I mean, like Selena Gomez came from Disney. Ariana Grande came from Nickelodeon, but still like she gained her popularity through being a a children's actress and they became really famous, like Miley Cyrus for Hannah Montana. So here's some backstory. I watched High School Musical, the musical, the series, which is kind of a mouthful. And I absolutely loved Olivia in the show and loved her voice. And I knew that she would be such a good singer. I was so excited when she dropped Driver's License back in January because it was finally her own piece of music. And then she just kept dropping the singles and they kept getting better. When Driver's License came out, I really thought that not much would happen with it. I thought that I was kind of like uncovering some underground artists and I'd be the only person that knew about this song. But clearly that didn't happen because it is one of the most listened to songs on Spotify. And she has made record-breaking sales and listens with this song so I was wrong it's okay I'm really happy that she has gained some traction at first when Sour came out I found the album to be slightly repetitive just because Olivia took the idea of a breakup concept album and ran with it like fully ran with it there's a lot of speculation who the album is about if you're into kind of pop culture and Olivia Rodrigo, you would know that it could be about Joshua Bassett, but also I don't know her personally. I don't know who exactly the album is about, but recently, within the past year, she's gone through a breakup with her co-star from High School Musical, the musical, the series, Joshua Bassett, and here we are. Sour was born a few, few months later. Yeah, so at first I thought the album to be a little bit repetitive. However, A lot of those feelings change because many of the songs are really diverse in their own ways, and Olivia opens up the album with Brutal, which I feel like is such a refreshing twist on female rock and pop. It kind of reminds me of Paramore a little bit. Also Good For You is a direct Paramore, not replica, but it's heavily influenced by Paramore. So she's really kind of making a name for herself in like female rock pop and I really enjoyed those two. It is edgy, and it encapsulates teenage angst. Obviously, since I'm a senior in college, I'm a bit removed from my high school years, but I feel like if Brutal dropped when I was in high school, I would have gone absolutely feral because of how relatable it is to a teenage girl these days. My sister really likes Brutal, which I find very interesting because she's in elementary school, so I guess that teenage angst has been starting young recently and could be olivia could have been a catalyst for that but i love it such a good song another one that kind of relates to the painful existence of being a teenager is jealousy jealousy this one is about feeling very insecure due to social media and just how 
Olivia's development of becoming a woman is under constant scrutiny just because she is in the media so much and kind of grew up around Disney and is just on social media. She has tons of followers. I think she has like 15 million followers on Instagram. I'm not really sure, but she was invited to the Met Gala. Like she is fully in pop culture right now. I also love Deja Vu and Good For You. Good For You has been hitting the charts. It's been staying on the charts for so long. It gives me 2000s rock vibes, and I just love how she encapsulates so much emotion in her music. Overall, I loved this album. I'm thinking of getting it on vinyl, but I can't get my hands on it anywhere. It's been so hard to find. I really want the purple version from Target. So if anyone can find it and get it for me, please let me know because I want to add it to my collection. It really needs it. Also, I feel like it would be very valuable later on, like when her career builds even more. Next up is Solar Power by Lord. Besties, you are not going to like this, but I do not like this album. Like at all. I am so sorry. I feel really bad. I love Lord. I'm so sorry, Lord, but this was just not it for me. I really only like three songs, which are Mood Ring and Secrets from a Girl. I had a lot of hope for this record because her and Jack Antonoff produced it together and were making it together and they did that for melodrama and melodrama is and has been a hit one of the best albums by lord and honestly by anyone very relatable very good but personally for me solar power just falls short i could learn to like it in the future but for now i'm just gonna stay away from it because it's just a little bit too much for me it does not seem authentic it it doesn't feel right Still on the topic of Mr. Jack Antonoff. Let's discuss Take the Sadness Out of Saturday Night by Bleachers. I thought this record was absolutely amazing and felt like it really is the epitome of Bleachers. I've listened to Bleachers since they had their free single on Apple way back when. I don't even know what year it was. Maybe like 2013 or something. Jack Antonoff works with some of my favorite artists like Lord. Sorry about Solar Power again. And also Taylor Swift. I'm not going to talk about too much today. We're going to get into Taylor Swift in another episode. But I love Bleachers. Nothing that they can produce or release will sway that decision. I actually got invited to their Q&A listening party slash secret sessions type deal over the summer. It was kind of crazy. On Instagram, they had this form in their Instagram bio. And they were like, oh, ask a question for Jack. And I thought it was going to be like one of those Reddit AMA things where he would just like answer a question and it wouldn't really go anywhere. But I actually got invited to go to New York City to go to Electric Lady Recording Studio and ask Jack my question. And he handed out gold versions of Take the Sadness Out of Saturday Night on a vinyl. And I said no, because I had to work. Had I known this was going to happen, I would have taken work off. But I was absolutely devastated when I found this out because I would do anything to meet this man and tell him how much he has affected my life and probably tell him to listen to my podcasts about me hyping him up for the past year. Back to the record, I think that Secret Life with Lana Del Rey is one of Jack's best songs ever written. It is just so relaxing and It has both the vibe of Bleachers and Lana, and it just fits so well, and it's amazing, and I wish more people would listen to it. I also really like How Dare You Want More and 45. 
With this record, I can really tell Bruce Springsteen's influence on the album, but it still feels very true to the band, and I'm really happy with it. This one did not disappoint me. Next up, Lainey released GGBBXX. I'm not quite sure what the title means. I don't know if it has any backstory, any meaning to it, but anyways. This album is very similar to their self-titled album, Lainey, but it also has its own flair. I honestly, this came out a few weeks ago. I have not listened to the album as much as I would have liked to by today. I'm still processing Cowboy in LA, but when I go to see Lainey in a few weeks, I will be prepared with the new songs. I just need a few, few more runs of listening to the album. Maybe when I go on a walk or something, and then I'll be okay. I am also going to Lady in a few weeks. I'm so excited. I've not seen them yet. They're like the only, one of my only favorite bands I have not seen live. So this is going to be very special. So far from the album, I like Up To Me and Dancing In The Kitchen. They released some singles that weren't on the album, like I Quit Drinking, and one of my all-time favorite songs that everybody should listen to, Stupid Feelings. Stupid Feelings was robbed for not being on the album. I absolutely cannot stop listening to it. It takes up my every waking second. I listen to it when I'm working out. I listen to it when I'm at home. listen to it in the car. I love that song so much. It is so upbeat, so happy. Just one of my favorites. Another lovely album that was released over the summer was Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the creator. This album is also amazing. I fell in love with Igor, and it remains consistently listened to by me. I actually recently got the vinyl of Igor at Newbury Comics. I was so excited because I couldn't find it for months, and I got it, and so good. They have a secret track on there. It's called Boyfriend. So good. If you can get your hands on it, please get it. Anyways, back to Call Me If You Get Lost. I enjoyed this album a lot. Really reminds me of Igor. I think that Sweet and Wussy Name are my favorites because they remind me so much of Igor. They use the same, like, it's, I don't even know how I describe it. It's like Tyler talking, but it's, it sounds the same. I really don't know how to explain it. If you listen to Igor and you also listen to Call Me If You Get Lost, you will understand what I'm talking about. Very similar. I feel like it's an extension of Igor, kind of. Next up, Certified Lover Boy by Drake. It has some goodies. Not gonna lie. I really like the collabs that he is making with other artists. I feel like he's featuring a lot more people in his music now compared to albums like Scorpion and Take Care. I just, I really like it. I think that it's good to get other artists in his mix. I mean, he's such a popular rapper. He needs to build his network. Um, Scorpion is still in the lead for my favorite album, I know, which is kind of weird. You probably think, like, Emma, why? Like, there's... He has so many other good albums, but I don't know. I think Summer Games might be one of my favorite songs by him, and that's on Scorpion, so... We just gotta... We just gotta keep up with Scorpion. I also really like Views and More Life. Like, Drake can't do much wrong in the music world. So, yeah. Certified Lover Boy is pretty good. I don't know if I have a favorite song from it yet. I guess we'll see. A lot of these albums I haven't listened to, like, fully to their extent, like, multiple times yet. Maybe I will soon. We'll figure it out. 
I have not listened to much of Donda by Kanye, honestly, so I can't give it a review, but I am interested to hear everyone else's thoughts on it. So if you have any opinions on this album, let me know. All I know is that he stayed in the stadium for a really long time and then it just magically appeared one day and everybody was really anticipating it. But I I really have not kept up much with Kanye recently, so feel free to DM me your thoughts. Moving into some upcoming releases. We have Music of the Spheres by Coldplay. I love the singles from this album so far. Coldplay is one of my favorite bands of all time. And whenever they release an album, I don't think that Coldplay can do any wrong. Like, really. I know that there's some other opinions. Because some of their other albums have fallen a little bit short, critically. I don't think that way. I think that everything that Coldplay produces is great, <laughs> which it might might be bad, but I'm just, they're just my favorite. Like, Everyday Life got a lot of criticism. It's really not a typical album from them. It seems very slow and dark, but I loved A Head Full of Dreams. I loved Ghost Stories. I just, I've really liked everything they've put out ever. But anyways, yeah, Music of the Spheres is coming out in a few weeks, and they released singles um, called My Universe and Higher Power. They're both very poppy, very upbeat, not very rock-influenced, I would say. Maybe some other songs in the album will be, um, but I really like it. I'm so excited for this upcoming era. It's just so vibrant and upbeat, and it reminds me so much of Head Full of Dreams and Milo, and I'm really looking forward to that again. I saw Head Full of Dreams on tour twice and i'm really hoping they tour again i knew they were trying to be more environmentally friendly because they have the highest grossing tours of all time and i guess they wanted to reduce their carbon footprint a little bit maybe they'll come on tour again soon with this album who knows we'll see another band i haven't talked about yet all j they released a single called you and me um i've only listened to it once it's very authentically all j though um, I've listened to their music for a really long time. I saw them in concert a few years ago in Boston, and they were really good live. Every time they perform, it's very authentic from the studio to a live show, which I really like. I mean, it can be very hard sometimes, but they do a great job. The Lumineers, also one of my favorites. I don't really talk about them much, though. I feel like I haven't listened to them much since being home a lot. I feel like when I'm at school, I listen to the Lumineers a lot. I think that'll change now that I'm, like, walking around campus and stuff, so we'll see. But anyways, they released Bright Side, a single, which is very different, but also the same for Lumineers. It's different because it's very rock-influenced, but it's also the same because it's still very chill. I like it a lot. I think that a lot of other people will like it, too, because they have, like, a very electric flair but also still kind of acoustic i don't really know how to explain it i've also really been into role model recently and for some backstory role model is a singer he is dating the influencer youtuber podcaster emma chamberlain who i adore emma chamberlain also has a really good spotify so look her up it's emma francis chamberlain i think i get a lot of inspiration from her because she is very gifted Anyways, he is releasing some new music and he has an upcoming album, which I'm so excited for. 
Forever and More is a great song, and he has a new release called Death Wish, and I'm just so excited to see his career take off. He's been in the industry, I think, since 2017, but is now, like, really rising to fame and sold out two shows in New York recently, and I'm hoping he comes to Boston soon. That would be really cool. To end things off, I'm gonna tell you guys some songs I cannot stop listening to. Like, actually cannot stop. Whenever I drive somewhere or just being at home, I feel bad for my friends that I drive every single day because they've probably heard these songs a million times and it's getting old to them, but they just do not get old to me. First is Weird Fishes by Radiohead from the greatest album of all time in Rainbows. What what can I say, guys? This song is insane. It deserves to be listened to loud. It's very unique. I absolutely love it. Just please, please go listen to it. Also, Devil's Advocate by The Neighborhood also deserves to be listened to really loud. It's just amazing. Chip Chrome and the Monotones is a fantastic record, and it's very different than anything else Neighborhood has done. I've been listening to The Neighborhood since I was in eighth grade, my 2014 Tumblr phase, and I'm just really happy to see how far they've come. I mean, Chip Chrome and Monotones, great album. Neighborhood, great band. Go listen. Obviously, I talked about this earlier. Stupid Feelings by Lainey. So good. If you want to be just like in a good mood and you need something like upbeat, not sad. Because I mean, sometimes Lainey's songs are sad. Like Paul Klein has been going through it the past few years with Malibu Nights and then Cowboy in LA. I don't know. But this one is just so different than everything else they do. And then this song was actually on the show Never Have I Ever on Netflix. It's called Fire Feet by Cannons which has such a good vibe. It's very chill, very groovy. All right, everyone, that is all I have for you this week. Please feel free to DM me some recommendations or some hot takes you have, and I will talk to you all very soon. If you want to listen to some of my playlists, my Spotify is Emma Callan, C-A-L-N-A-N. I regularly make new playlists. I have monthly playlists. I'm going to start my October one pretty soon. I have this playlist called Fall Breeze, which I wasn't really sure if I was going to do a monthly playlist for the next few months. I think I was just going to do a really big one, but I don't know. So much new stuff is coming out. I think that there needs to be an October one, so keep an eye out for that. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye! Bye!